Blog Talk Radio. Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Saturday, December 2nd, 2023. And I'm coming to you today at the normal time for the show, which broadcasts live on Blog Talk Radio most Saturdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can also find out more about this show at FrontierBeyondFear.com, which I'm happy to say I have updated, um, including a look back at some highlighted programs from the past and links to multiple syndicates, though not all of them. So thank you for being here today. I'm coming into this show having within the last, gosh, five minutes, ten as I was about to prepare for the show, um, I'm not going to get into the specifics of what happened here, but I can't quite get my mind around what occurred. Okay, it is really easy in this world right now, especially to make assumptions about other people, especially about their circumstances. And I observed something that I am yet, I haven't quite fully characterized what's happening. But whatever is happening, no matter how well-meaning, And it has nothing specifically to do with me at all, which is interesting, even though um, I'm observing and am um, participating in a way in this situation. And yet the thing is, is behind it is a presumption that everybody is doing great right now. And I have said on this show and will continue to say that even when people are well-meaning and have good intentions and maybe just are, are blind to what is happening in a lot of lives right now, and here I'm specifically talking about the U.S. I know this, world, this, this show goes out to many places in the world, and do we ever, in fact, it's very relevant, because we often make assumptions there as well. And no doubt there are assumptions made about those of us in the U.S. that everybody's doing great. Well, in comparison to some situations that are happening in the world, that may be true relatively, but not everybody. And so what a 
heard, projected that assumption. And although I'm able to see it with a broader perspective, I could see how this particular situation could be perceived as very hurtful, even when someone is well-meaning. And I wish I could get into more details, but that's just a little bit too complicated right now, and it just happened, and I'm coming straight into this show talking about it, and part of my path here is talking about authentic courage. That doesn't mean I need to share every detail. That would be kind of a a presumption on my own. I'm not going to do that. But what I did just observe is a case of a person who I do not know making a presumption, making an assumption that everybody's just doing great. Everybody's just doing great. And although on a spiritual level, we can certainly find solace and courage and comfort in our spiritual paths, it's really not a very considerate, empathic thing to project that to others. Because a lot of people really are struggling at any given time, and especially right now. And there are a lot of people who are trying to deny that and not even allow those people to have their actual experience of having difficulty in these economic times where rents and mortgage rates and so many things are very high. And, you know, there's this concerted effort to try to wrap everything up with a bow. Because there's a thought that, oh, that would do some harm if it, you know, if the truth was discussed. You know, there's nothing more courageous and honest and respectable than to have a good relationship with the truth. And we need more of that in our world and not less. And when that isn't happening, it only undermines trust and causes more difficulties. It doesn't help. So although I'm not going to get into the details of something that happened literally within minutes of this show and had an impact on me, um, and um, I'm still integrating it, even though it really has nothing to do specifically um, with, with me, It really bothers me <laughs> that um, that there's this presumption and that it's well-meaning and that, you know, and that um, and yet false and blind and not helpful because we actually can hurt others with those kinds of assumptions. And um, even when we think that, that we're doing the opposite. And surely we all can get involved in all sorts of misunderstandings in life. But we need to do our best to be as empathic as possible and um, not project 
our own situation. This is what I observed, a person um, projecting their own assumptions, their own apparent um, life situation to really a broad group. That, that's really what I have observed, and um, it bothers me, despite the fact that I think this person is very naive and, and um, thinking this is nice and well-meaning and it's the holidays. And, but this particular thing has an expectation. Um, it's not just, oh, you know, this is a giving person. It's not someone, you know, it, it has an expectation in return that is um, really projecting hurt onto people. So anyway, that happened right before the show. So now I'm going to get into the topic. But even just um, somewhat vaguely addressing this situation is a part of the topic today, which is about courage, spiritual courage. And in fact, it's relevant in a different way. We live in times that are dominated by materialistic assumptions, by those who have either put blinders on to the spiritual nature of reality or have not yet had the opportunity on their path, and every person is on a life path. I I, I don't think there's anyone in the world who hasn't had this opportunity, but you have to, people have to be ready to open up and awaken to spirituality, and a lot of times things are just written off that really were spiritual as, oh, that's just a coincidence, or maybe that didn't even happen, or whatever. But it is doing genuine harm in the world and will continue to do harm um, to have this rather arrogant um mindset that's dominant in so many places, so very vocal, that makes the assumption that the world, that really so many of these people would really like to live in and is indeed real, that that world is false. Those of you who are listening to this show who have had genuine, um, validated um, evidence-based, because when they really happen, you can see the evidence, um, experiences of spirituality know how real that world is. We may have different beliefs about how to explain what's going on. Um, that is very True in our world, there are multiple ways of looking at spiritual phenomena. Some of it can point you in a very specific way to evidence, but um, even so, when you have observed real-world evidence of spirituality, it's not belief. That is You simply know. It's an observation. It's an objective observation. 
I know that there are many of you out there who have experienced genuine healing or observed with a loved one. Genuine healing. And there are so many other types of synchronicities that you have observed in your life. Take a moment to be thankful, thankful that your eyes have opened. We're continually awakening. It is a process. In fact, we can be thankful that we can't yet fully see. That's part of the mystery. That's part of the planet Earth experience. There is darkness in this world. We blind ourselves to the light and there is free choice, which makes sense on a spiritual level. We are not puppets on a string. We have free choice. It is my every hope that more and more of us will wake up. Those of you who have had spiritual experiences, I find that um, sometimes, in fact, in the past week, this kind of came to me. We can mourn, really truly mourn, that um, we weren't, that, that we can't have this experience for somebody else essentially, and that we truly want to be able to talk in that space of discovery and excitement, and it really is science, genuine scientific discovery. There's nothing, spirituality does not contradict science. It is a part of reality that we should be studying, and yet because there is this arrogant, materialistic, vice-like hold on what is acceptable in some circles and in very dominant circles, we aren't given that opportunity. Coming up next year, I have some really cool unfolding opportunities. Opportunities that I had to go after, that I had to have the courage to literally propose and take it to a much higher level than ever before. Well, I don't know if I can say that exactly. There have been times. The the Oprah days when I was talking about that on the last show. I don't need to get into all of that. But what tends to happen in our lives, and no, I've never met Oprah. It was just that I was on this Oprah forum and my writing was on the front page of the Oprah website multiple times and there was a point where we almost got on Oprah and yeah, I would have met her then. Um, and I was dealing with ABC Nightline, the producer there, and it was amazing. It was amazing. And there have been other times that I can think of that were um, quite amazing. Well, spirituality itself is amazing. But there is something coming up in the in the new year that I will let you know about um, when the time is right. 
Um, and um, it's just a whole new level, really. And um, I even, um, there was a really cool synchronicity that, that happened this morning as I was waking up. Um, I turned on the radio, just um, kind of where it happened to be. And there was someone talking about, um, I, I often have said, okay, I'm stepping up to the plate again. That was how I've described it, is that, um, you know, sometimes we're called. This is a part of spiritual courage. We are called to step up to the plate and do our best. And that may take us outside our comfort zone. And But in this case, I have all the experience in the world to do this. It's just that I've been a little bit dormant, um, and so have many people, especially um, in recent years. It's taking a while for the world to kind of to come back together again. So, well, that's an understatement. So anyway, I had this great synchronicity that had to do with um, not someone stepping up to the plate, but literally a picture, and I don't even know um, what this movie is, I don't think I've ever seen it, but it's about a pitcher, apparently, real-life story, um, who was um, 36 years old and, um, you know, suddenly came on the pitching scene and did an amazing job. That seems to be what, what it's about. And so it was so uh, rather rather humorous that that would show up because, you know, I'm not um, – this is like a another yet another um, another chapter in my own career that's about to occur, and it's based on everything that's come before, and also the highest path for myself. Um, I've done a lot of work um, in the spiritual community, um, you know, to to help. My, I call it my day job. Um, and um, a lot of that has involved a great deal of contribution of time and things. And I see, you know, that era is going to be fading. And um, it's not that I'm not willing to help in certain situations. And certainly I've helped, volunteered tremendously in my community in the past. But there's something coming that is going to require, you know, no longer... Um, you know, doing these mundane type things and really stepping into my truest path, despite however these other things have helped. And it doesn't mean that I'm stopping all of those things, but it will depend on just how empowering and how appropriate and, um, you know, how um, energetically balanced as well those things are. And there will be fewer and fewer in a certain domain that have just sort of filled a certain gap and um, in my life. And then there will, there will be new things that are coming into being on the horizon, which are really exciting. And I hope that for you, I hope that for you, this is happening for you too where you can find the courage when something appears in front of you that you are clearly being guided to do. 
even when it takes courage to say, okay, I'm going to, I can do this. I've done this. I can do this. I've, it's just doing it in a different way. Maybe it's something so totally new you've never done it, but you feel guided. And to some degree, there are aspects of this opportunity coming up that, no, I've never done some of this specifically. I've done it in a different setting in a way, not exactly this. And when I tell you about it, which I will next year, um, you'll see what I'm talking about. But um, spiritual courage, when we're at work in the spiritual community, we need to listen for those opportunities that really do say, hey, here's your chance to step up to the plate. In fact, often you will be uniquely qualified for what the opportunity is, as if your whole life, many choices, even things that you thought you'd never do, um, career choices, whatever, have you can feel how so many steps in your past have led to this opportunity. I had that experience when I got involved with a movie project, for example, and I'm still not sure what will happen with it. It was Anyone who gets involved with any motion picture project knows that can be really complicated because a lot of movies, um, you know, this one got relatively far and... Um, there are lots of ideas for movies. And someone who was very experienced, who actually got me involved with this, who's been involved with lots of movies, totally a synchronicity that I would know this individual and had the, the opportunity to even do some work for them and connected me to a project, um, had told me that right at the outset, is that... Um, there are a lot of projects, but, you know, not all of them, but really just a small percentage actually get made. And in this particular case, the project kept changing. They seem to always do. And that's not just some some myth that's out there. Yeah, they they change. And, um, and so, but that energy around that I know was important. And there may be another one that'll come along, or even that one. Something could happen that's unexpected. But the same point applied. When an opportunity starts coming together, and maybe you need to step up to the plate, often... It's not just going to fall from the sky. You are feel strongly guided, and you even say, wow, this is brave. To step up to the plate, to say, yes, yes, I will do this. Propose something. If it gets accepted, then you're meant to do it. If it doesn't get accepted, well, then... It was a courageous choice to make the proposal. Writers often know um, they submit a lot of writing and maybe the um, right opportunity doesn't arise. Years ago, you know, I've written very unconventionally in my life. But years ago, I 
was advised to send a short story to a number of publishers, and it was about 2012, and it was about 2000, well, it was written, I think, in late 2003, maybe early 2004, it kind of got refined, and I always forget exactly when I sent this, but it was, you know, some years before um, 2012, and you know, I never really heard back. I can't even remember. Maybe I got a letter back. But I sent it to some pretty bold places, you know. Um, and the funny thing is, is that um, when the 2012 movie got made, um, although it wasn't in any way um, the main theme um, that my story carried, which was highly spiritual and actually based on um, my working with an awakening experience of my own, um, there was an aspect that was really unique about a relationship in my story based on a real-life relationship I had at work um, where I was working with someone in India who was a co-worker and I was in the U.S. And lo and behold, mysteriously, that relationship, even being on the phone and different things. And yes, there was kind of a catastrophe happening, although in my story, it resolved a bit better. Um, although, um, and it, I think um, that, well, actually, I don't just think it was a highly spiritual story. And yes, it did resolve in a really meaningful way. Um, and no one in the 2012 movie, not spoil it, the person in India actually gets killed while they're on the phone. Well, it, this was totally the opposite. I mean, it was something um, really um, highly spiritual involving a true shift that occurred. And it started out with this friendship between two people. So anyway, just the fact that that relationship ended up in the movie, I it could be a total coincidence, but somehow I think that my story got in front of somebody and they liked that part. And it was, you know, just an idea, one of many in the story. Um, but I I really think that could have happened. So anyway, it was courageous at the time to send that story out, especially since it was not really science fiction. It was more like... Um, Celestine prophecy type spiritual fiction because it had a highly spiritual resolution and involved theories about 2012 and there was more than one synchronicity in the story. And, you know, it's interesting. I have observed in my life other cases where remarkable synchronicities end up in a story. Just impossible. You know, maybe something... You know, not that I've written, but that you come across these meaningful coincidences. I mean, so incredibly um, impossible, akin, almost impossible statistically, that um, there's no explanation. It's a synchronicity. When you are experiencing meaningful coincidences where the evidence is right in front of you. It's not some obscure, unprovable, um, etheric thing. There is something solid right in front of you that um, is just amazing. It's 
so incredibly synchronistic. That's a time to pay attention. And sometimes it's just a wink. Another way to say, yep, this spiritual world, it's the real world. Yes, we are here um, in a material fashion, but this is not a strictly material world. And in fact, I will go so far as to say that there is a form of materialistic fundamentalism. It is so very rigid in denying the very real research that could be taking place and the very real experiences that people are having spiritually. The live show is about to finish. I'll be ending close to the live show because I actually do, um, I haven't quite decided how to address, I'm, but the thing that happened before the show, I actually do need to, I do feel I need to respond to in some way, but not, not in a judgmental or there, there's nothing I can really do um, for the person who made this assumption, but there is something I feel I need to do that I was called to do, but it, FrontierBeyondFear.com. If you want to learn more about this show, as I said, it's up to date. I'll be back on the air next Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for being here, live audience. So, spirituality itself, of course, gives us the courage because it's real. When something is real, how, of course, it's going to give you courage. Not to mention by the very essence of what it is. It is pure, unconditional love. It is the omnipresent divine. You are inseparable from the omnipresent divine. Yes, you are having your own unique experience as you. Of course you are. You have free choices. You're experiencing challenges in life. But our spiritual paths will help us with every step of the way and will guide us as well, even as we play our part. We are not puppets on a string. We have choice. We are experiencing life challenges because it is a part of our growth as souls. I wish I could explain the darkness. It's very hard to explain, except from the vantage point of free choice. But I think any number of us want to go to the committee, so to speak, as I like to call it, and say, why? How was this ever worth it? But somehow we need to trust that these things exist for a reason and that the light 
will shine and the light will grow and that love will grow in our world. Please have empathy for one another. Um, I'm still, as has been pretty clear coming into this show, um, I don't know if I'd say I'm shaken up. I'm just a little bit mystified and start. It was something unexpected. I never would have predicted this, and yet it has to do with totally projecting that, oh, everybody's doing great in this really naive way, and it can come across as really hurtful. Um, and and um, I'm not going to confront this situation in quite that way, but um, I, I do think that it's unfortunate that so often we're being encouraged to project that. And ironically, um, this person who I do not even know clearly hasn't had their eyes opened about what is really happening um, right around them because it's actually pretty obvious around here that not everybody's doing okay. And um, so it's a puzzling thing that um, that occurred and, and maybe one of these days I'll explain it or maybe not. I don't want to be too specific about it. It's a very unusual thing I didn't expect. So, with that said, now that I've mystified all of you, and yes, I'm coming to this show a little bit more candid than even usual, and usually I try to be very candid, but I'm just trying to get my head around this thing, and it bothers me. It bothers me that we would project um, this, um, you know, a lot of people are struggling. I know that you're struggling out there. I know that a lot of you are. I know that, um, you know, my path right now is no walk in the park, although I'll tell you what's coming is so exciting. And I know everything's opening up and I'm getting back to where it is I truly need to be based on even, you know, my advanced degree and no, I'm not going back to, to, to that specifically, but it has to do with it. I mean, all the different things. It's asking me to say, you know, this time of, um, you know, of, of very humbly um, assisting with simple things, um, that's, that's going to be shifting a bit. There will still be some opportunities to do that, but it won't, um, you know, it, it's already been shifting because I have some some more significant things that call on my higher skills and experience that I'm now being called to do. And I am very thankful for that. And I know that it will make a difference and you'll be hearing more about it. And I know there are probably people listening to this rather odd episode um, because of it from the future, because there will be more listeners coming into this show because of this. And I'll be writing more, and there's just a lot that's going to be happening that makes me very happy. And even as I will still, to a certain degree, have my so-called day job, um, only in the most empowering of ways will I be doing that. Um, That is in alignment with this path forward. 
So thank you for listening. And by the way, I don't advertise. And in fact, I made that decision not long ago that um, not specifically that work um, because it's been gradually, you know, it, it filled the time in my life where it needed to fill. And, um, and so, and I had already known that I didn't need to put that out anymore. I had stopped that, gosh, maybe a year ago, I don't know. But um, but there will be opportunities where some of you may even get to, to meet me in person, um, and I will be letting you know about that too for those who are um, in the places where I will be. So thank you very much. And I will be back next week, as I said. And thank you to all of those listening on syndication because I greatly appreciate um, the syndication platforms such as iHeartRadio and Spotify. And do step up into your courage when you see the opportunity. Look for those opportunities. Also, Um, when you see that maybe in yourself you are projecting something that is not empathic onto somebody else, where you're not um, really considering um, what that person's situation might be, or even generally out around you, please open your eyes and see that... um, We need to be a lot more caring right now that there are a lot of people encountering very significant challenges with the very basic needs, and that is here in the U.S. and most certainly in other parts of the world, too. Um, But um, there are challenges here, and not to acknowledge that is... is, um, really not a particularly ethical thing to do. So, in fact, it's not ethical. That's softening it too much. It's, But there are those who have blinders on, and so they can't really see that. Um, doing it consciously would be cruel. That's really what it is. So, anyway, thank you so much for being here. I will be back next time, and I hope to see you here too. Take care, everyone.